Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Appreciate you joining me again today. On this Monday, beginning of a new work week, our chapter day journey is in 1 Samuel chapter 20, and it was verses 16 and 31 that resonated with me this morning. Verse 16 says, So Jonathan made a covenant with the house of David, saying, May the Lord call David's enemies to account. And verse 31, it's Saul who says, As long as the son of Jesse lives on this earth, neither you nor your kingdom will be established. Now send someone to bring him to me, for he must die. Today's podcast is entitled Path and Purpose. Along my life journey, I've been aware of the paths on which I was led. God's hand has guided my steps. In a few cases, the direction and guidance were as unmistakable as an exit sign on the interstate. In most cases, I was simply moving forward, step by step, day by day, and it's only in looking back that I realize that I was being led the entire time. A strong sense of purpose is one of the telltale motivations of an Enneagram Type 4, that's me, so... I get that I may sense it more deeply, recognize it more clearly than those who are motivated in other ways. I believe deeply that every person has purpose, which may also be the reason that I observe and consider the paths that I see others taking. I've always observed with fascination when children's paths and purpose are placed upon them by parents and family. I have observed some individuals whose life was tyrannized by parents who demanded their children walk the path prescribed for them. It appears to be more common when family legacies, businesses, kingdoms are involved and at stake. How fascinating it's been to watch England's Prince Harry try to separate from the royal family while living off the privilege of the very life he says he wants nothing to do with. But that's a big example. They come in quiet everyday examples as well. I remember one individual who was specifically raised to take over the family business, a fate for which I observed he had no desire and for which he really wasn't well suited. He eventually attempted to commit suicide. Yeah, what I found fascinating in today's chapter was the motivations of father and son, Saul and Jonathan, which come to a climactic event in the chapter. King Saul is trying to have David killed, and he tells Jonathan that he's doing it to preserve the throne and kingdom for Jonathan himself. And I tend to believe that it's really more about Saul's self-centered pride than it is about any kind of altruistic desire for his son's future. Maybe. Jonathan, meanwhile, knows that his father is a poor leader. He knows that David is God's anointed. And he appears to approach the situation with a desire for God's purposes to prevail. So Jonathan makes a covenant with, quote, the house of David, end quote meaning that he is choosing loyalty to David and his defendants. He is abdicating any right to ascend his father's throne. And this has me thinking back to my own path in life, to my own choices as a parent. 
I am blessed that my parents allowed me to choose my own way, and they placed little or no expectations on me. So thanks, Dad and Mom, for that. Very grateful. Likewise, my heart's desire for both Taylor and Madison was that they follow the path God had for each of them. I've always tried to provide guidance and wisdom as a father, but I always believed that my role as a parent was to steward them to become the person God intended for them to be, not tyrannically demanding they become the person I envisioned or desired them to be. I found that entrusting my children to God, well, that didn't end with them choosing a college or a major. Yeah, entrusting them to God is a lifelong process. So in the quiet this morning, I'm so respectful of the choice Jonathan made. Breaking with family, especially a son choosing against his own father, can be incredibly difficult. With the covenant he makes in today's chapter, Jonathan seals his father's fate as well as his own and his descendants. In so doing, he opens the path to God's stated purposes and the eventual ascendance of David. But the story isn't finished. As I've experienced in my own life, sometimes God's purposes take years to germinate, take root, and grow before the fruit appears. Saul is still on the throne at the end of today's chapter. David is now headed into the wilderness, living life on the lamb. God's path almost always leads through the wilderness. And I'm looking forward to following David and reminding myself why. I hope you'll join me on the journey, my friend. We'll be back here tomorrow. Have a great day.